can't do it. I'm doing the podcast. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Don't be scared. Big Blue all year. Welcome back. Uh, we're jumping into a special episode for free agency coming on the eve of the legal tampering period. Got to go through the Giants free agent list and some wish lists for your panel here. Also, they're just pure insanity happening in the league right now. Uh, Non-Giant related, Drew Brees retired, Taysom Hill gets the bag. Uh, So exciting time to be on. Uh, Burger, Disciple, here's how we're going to do it. We're just going to go right down the list. I want to know why this person might keep, might stay on the roster why they might not, and then make a judgment call. We keep it them, we dump it them. So, up first. Dump them. Um, <laughs> Cam Fleming. What do we feel? Ooh. Well, the one reason to sign him would be just backup depth. Uh, the reason to dump him is, you know, he's probably the fourth tackle on this roster, and uh, we might be able to find better depth for less money. So, I'm going to say dump him. Are they on the roster? Is Cam Fleming on the roster? I'm going to say probably not. Well, I think this is actually a good time to crack right into this. So not to digress us one person into the list, but we do need to talk about Nate Solder since that happened since our last recording. So I I think I agree with you. No way he's on the roster because we're not paying two guys to be swing tackles. And that's right. If you haven't heard the news yet, folks, Nate Solder will officially be on the Giants roster for the 2021 season at least. Looks like uh, details aren't out yet, but the Giants are restructuring his deal uh, most likely, likely adding like dummy years on to lower the cap. Day. I don't know, but which is a massive saying, sixteen point five million right now. They're also saying that the cap hit could be as low as five million dollars this year. Of of Solder's deal, yes. Okay, so that would be what ten million. Fantastic, right yeah, ten ten or eleven at least. Yeah, of valuable space. Um. Well, and so something else. So yeah, really to derail us here, but it's relevant. Kevin Zeitler. I don't think we paid enough attention to him on the last episode and it's relevant to the Cam Fleming situation. So I think again, Fleming out, Zolder apparently stays. I was freaking out about the Zeitler situation. I I thought it was a terrible call, but I saw this tweet from Jordan Renan today um, and it looks like the market for the guards has been set much lower than we anticipated. So guard John Feliciano per Adam Schefter, uh, a Bills guy signed for a three-year deal, 17 million. So, you know, we're looking at a quality starting guard market at about six mil a year. Understanding that, like if the Giants can get a comparable replacement for half the price of Zeitler, I, I'm almost glad we didn't talk about it uh, last week because I was ready to freak out about it. I, sorry, I, I went on a rant. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think that you're right on the money because I did see the list of guards available and a lot of these guys, a lot of people just want to be on a roster this year. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's going to be tough. It's going to be slim pickings, man. It's I, I feel bad for these guys, honestly. I feel like a lot of these not contracts... Not all of them are going to make, all of them are gonna make, make it onto teams. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're not going to break the bank either. So a lot of these guys are going to sign one-year deals, try to get back on the open market And try to open really market capitalize next year, next year yeah. when, when the new TV deal is. That's what they say, right? The, the yeah, salary the cap, cap will jump back up. Like 230. Oh, wow. That's... I mean, that's... I just threw that number out there. I don't think that's... Uh, I was like, we were at 95. I'm, I, I'm just saying, like, you know, that TV money is just fucking crazy, man. And I think that... What's it called? Money. 
ABC is going to get back into the game and not ESPN. I mean, ESPN is going to show the game on Channel 7 rather than Channel 36 if you're in New York. Hmm. Interesting. Well, okay. So moving in, and this is going to come back up because I want to hear your take on a burger, but we can dive back into this list. Do you think maybe there will be more free agents at a lower cost and the Giants go with a bunch of, you know, middle price guys as opposed to a couple, you know, high price people? But I think we'll get to that. Um, Spencer Pulley, next up. Hmm. Spencer Pulley is a curious case, but the one reason to sign him would again be offensive line depth. The reason to dump him would be we just already got uh, that Jonathan, uh, what's his name? Harrison? I believe from the Jets. Yeah, yeah, from the Jets. He's he's going to be the backup center at half the price of Pulley. So I'm going to say that Pulley probably not going to be on the 2021 roster. Yeah. Sounds like a dump bump. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. It's an easy $2 million or whatever he makes. So lastly, Casey Kreider, I guess, you know, I listed him as offensive line. He really is exclusively the long snapper position. Um, but yeah, Casey Kreider. Uh, yeah, I would definitely sign him. He didn't fuck up, which is a huge reason to sign him. He's still, you know, relatively in good health, in good shape. So maybe a reason to dump him would be you can get somebody else to do it, you know. Although long maybe snapper. Get somebody younger. Yeah. You know, but. Is he not young? I think he's like he's 32. Like oh, is he? Uh, I thought he was at Denver for like a while now. I think he is. He, he was a Pro Bowl long snapper, no? No. What? I feel like we're getting. Yeah, no, 2018. He was a pro bowler. Wow. Okay. He is 30 years old, turning 31, August 13th. There you go. Ooh, burger wasn't too far off. Hey, Yeah, no, because I remember reading when we got him. I was like, oh, shit, he was a pro bowler? No shit. (laughs) You wouldn't even think about a fucking pro bowl long snapper, though. Right, right. But I guess, you know, if someone steps in for Zach Diassi and you don't really notice anything, then. Yeah, I'd keep him. Yeah, big huge shoes to fill. Even a position, you know. Like, yeah, the huge shoes to fill for so long. Even, Yeah, but how many times have the, especially this year? I think there were a lot of bad snaps, like, like the from teams the Giants were playing against. So it's one of those things you don't notice is a problem unless you know uh, you got someone there that sucks. So yeah, keep. Yeah. Okay, so some bigger names getting into the big fatties. Dalvin Tomlinson, someone obviously of much we have talked about uh, recently. Uh, oh, Dalvin, Dalvin, Dalvin. You know, he's played every – he started every game on his four-year rookie contract, by the way. I didn't know that. That was wow. pretty crazy. He's never missed a game. He's never been hurt. Um, the boy just turned 27. You know, reason to keep him, we drafted him. You know, he's the 55th overall pick. Like, he's been in Big Blue. He wants to be here. Uh, Walter Payton, man of the year nominee in 2020. Uh, he's the leader of the defense, leader in the locker room. You know, if we if we leave him or he leaves, we dump him, it's probably because of his contract. The guy might get around $10 million, $12 million. And if we're going to sign Leonard, that's almost $30 million. Two players in the middle. That's just way too much money. Um, I want to say he's going to be back on the roster in 2021. You know, I'm feeling it. That was a yes for him? That's a yes. He's coming back. I'm. He wants to be back. Everything I keep he hearing, does. he's like, he wants to be a giant, and that's awesome. I love that you know? he loves it. I, lo- yeah, I love it. Yeah, I would keep him, but I-, I could see why they let him go, especially with past trends. They just never keep their D tackles, man. Yeah, so, they might just draft another one. 
Probably they, could. They only have six picks, though, and they have more than six holes, if you ask me. Well, that's well the next player. <laughs> Elementary, my dear Watson. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I think we talked about this last week, but uh, Disciple, is he on the roster or not? It pains me to say, but no. Yeah. How dare you? I'm sorry, dude. You can't keep all these fucking guys. If you could, I want him. I need him. No, <laughs> it's not up to us. Honestly, I'm going with he's on the roster as well. I think that. Yeah, he, buddy. If I hope he is. I hope he is, but I just don't. I don't know. If there is possible, so you sign him now by his third year with the cap hopefully exploding back again, he could be a bargain. And you know, you don't uh-huh. re-sign Dexter Lawrence maybe by you know two years down the road. Oh, that's not that's like a crazy year. I'm just saying, like, as far as allocating resources on on the defensive line, like, if the Giants can keep being as good against the run as they have, like, why not lock that in? I I, I get it, but um, I just have a feeling, you know, sign Leonard to, uh, to a long term extension, lower that cap hit, a nice little three year deal for Dalvin. I think. I just want. I, he, I, I think he's gonna get like a four or five year deal. Sure, whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. If he's willing to accept like eight or nine million a year, maybe that'd be cool. Uh-huh. Um, well, keep it on the defensive line, and I think this probably goes a hand in hand. Austin Johnson, I think he was a nice surprise. You know, didn't yeah, he made that? plays. I have to say, no. he definitely made some plays. He's he's definitely a rotation guy. Let's be honest, but he did play every game last year. Um, if we don't keep Dalvin, I could see why we re-sign him. He only made one and a half million last year. Like, if you're talking money-wise, he's cheap. He knows our scheme. He played last year very well. When he was in, he had 18 tackles, a sack, a forced fumble. Like, I don't know. Also, he doesn't do anything crazy. But, you know, he, he does yeah. his job. What about uh, – this is kind of off topic, but it's like – since we're talking about D-tackles, what about that Rocky McIntosh? RJ? Is he on Are, that? Is his name Rocky? Yeah, no. I think you're thinking Rocky Bernard. Um, <laughs> RJ. Yeah, I, I I don't know what the R is. Maybe it's Rocky. <laughs> Rocco. <laughs> uh, the uh, no, I don't think he didn't. He get cut. I don't think he's on the team. Yeah. Why did I? I don't know I, why I thought. I don't think he's on okay, the team. but what about BJ Hill now? This is an interesting thing. So I think they like BJ Hill and they like Austin Johnson. But is that enough to not retain Dalvin? Or so, yes, if we want to go back and say a reason to dump Dalvin is that you could probably get 75% of his production between BJ Hill and Austin Johnson for, you know, 20% of the cost. If, you know, whatever BJ Hill's contract is, a, is a third, he was what, third round out of NC State? Yeah. Still on that deal. But if Dalvin is a fucking hog, man. He's one of the most underrated players on the Giants. He's just quietly about his business, like uh, Berger said. Yeah, he's a game. Um, I can't figure out what RJ stands for. God damn it. (laughs) Reginald's uh, Ronnie John. uh, I'm having Ronnie John surgery. (laughs) So uh, what what do you guys think? So a disciple, I'll just assume that because you are on record as saying Dalvin's not coming back, that you're pro Austin Johnson, or is that the presumption? I would say I'm pro Austin Johnson. Also, by the way, he is technically still on the Giants, it says on Wikipedia. RJ? Was he on the practice squad? Is that probably why? Maybe. That might be why. Yeah. Um, I don't think he has a future on this team. No, yeah. Uh, 
Um, it's a, it's, it's a good. Are you uh, keeping Austin Johnson? So if if Dalvin leaves, then yes, I think he's on the roster. If we sign Dalvin, I don't think Austin Johnson comes back. I know it kind of flip flops, but it's like the way it's going to be. Yeah, I, you know, it's just teed up for that. I think I I, yeah. I could could doctor. Um, yes, yes, yes. All right, all right deal, Watson. Uh, Jabal Sheard. Let's keep let's keep moving. Um, got to join. Reason up. to sign him <laughs> would again be uh, veteran depth. Depth. He's deaf. <laughs> the reason to dump him would be you want to get younger, and he was a relatively cheap contract, so like, doesn't really matter. It, and he, you know, he came to play. The, he performed. He, he did his job, man. On the on the pitch out there on the gridiron. When our <laughs> our outside linebackers just got decimated so, with injuries. Yeah, no, it was just a smorgasbord of OLBs. So uh, I'm gonna say he's probably not on the roster, being 32 years old. Agreed, and who cares? Like, hey, appreciate you, Jabal. You had a big sack. You earned your money. If he is on the roster, great. If he isn't, it'll be some other dude of comparable age and experience on a similarly very cheap deal for depth. Uh, I, I, I don't think he's back. Um, and if he is, maybe he comes in late in camp because of an injury or something like that. Appreciate what you did. Yeah. You know, who cares? Well, moving on. Kyle, the much debated. Do we know it's, still? By, is it Fackrell or Fackrell? Because I have heard it's both. Absolutely, Fackrell. Like, you've don't had, even you've heard it. Fackrell from who besides me? You. We want it to be it's Fackrell. It is Fackrell. It's Kyler Fackrell. But I just said Fackrell once because Shaman, get out of here. Somebody <laughs> said it on the on WFAN, so I was like, oh, I guess that's how you say it. The he's a Mormon. Uh, he's a Mormon, eh? From oh. Utah, yeah. No, straight up. What's the good? What's the good word? Beautiful country out there. Yeah, um, hell yeah. Great musical. Um, I'm sure they love the Book of Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. I, I heard of it. I it's phenomenal. It. I want to see the. I, play. I still haven't seen it. Oh, it's great. But I mean, There's I'm a also trait. a disciple uh, of uh, to uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone. So, but yeah, um, I think it's pretty objectively well received. Um, but anywho, uh, Kyle Fackrell. Um, so why I think he <laughs> performed all expectations. So talk about a year in which Gettleman got things right, at least from a free agent perspective, just a, you know, a cheap one-year deal played with uh, Patrick Graham and had good success in his scheme and uh, with the Packers and gambled that he might do it again. And he came to play. I think it was noticeable after that decimation with the outside linebackers, he was sort of the last person standing. And then he also went out. And that's when I feel like the Giants noticeably started to lose containment. Uh, his absence was noted and his return, I think, was felt. So I think um, reason they should keep him. He's cheap depth, and I think he does his job well, especially as a uh, situational guy. Uh, why he might not be kept, you know, maybe someone sees his value and, and wants to pay more than the Giants can or should for a guy who shouldn't be anything more than, uh, you know, rotational depth. Uh, but my, uh, I'm betting he comes back, personally. I think uh, Patrick Graham and him are a good success, a recipe for success, I and mean, he knows it. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I I think this is a smart move if it's the, if it's for the right amount of money, you know. It's all money. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't on the team, but like I could see yeah. a, a situation arising in which he is back on the team. Oh, I'm sorry, disciple. Let me let me revisit that <laughs> insightful take. Well, yes, I think there is a scenario where he could be on the team, but I also think there's one. All right, all right, all right. So here's what I think about his roster status for 2021. Not on the team. Okay, keep going. Let's <laughs> do synopsis, please. Colt McCoy. 
the real McCoy. Dude, he's 35 uh, in September. You know, he did his job in the two games he played. He got a big one against the Seahawks. Like, he, he's just a career backup at this point. Like, you know, it's always what he's been. You know, he doesn't, he's not dropping any panties, you know. Uh, I um, I can see why they re-signed him. Just because, I wouldn't be you know, so sure he, about that, but yeah. He, I don't know. He, I think him and Daniel worked well together. Um and I think uh, the coaching staff has faith in him. But uh, if they dump him, it's probably because they want to get someone uh, a little more explosive and younger, I bet, go a different or direction. somebody that's a, a more, uh, like, fit to what they do with Daniel Jones. So it's yeah, just like – Yeah, because they're two different players. Fifth, right? Give me Tyrod Taylor. Mm. Yeah, As I keep a reading a lot about that. that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the Giants training staff don't puncture his fucking lungs. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like I'm I'm part of the small percentage that believes that was Justin Herbert conspiracy theory. <laughs> the hey, well, like, to have a reason. Justin Herbert did kill it and didn't want to play for the Giants. That's why we didn't draft him. Asshole. He didn't? No, he didn't come out his junior year because the Giants wanted to take him. No, that's was, not the case. I thought that was totally the no. theory. So he, no, the fucking all the Oregon seniors stayed for their senior year. Justin oh. Herbert was one of them. Isn't that cute? Yeah. No, and and all like all of them, like literally all of them, decided they wanted to k- play one more year together. It was like a pack. Interesting. Blood <laughs> pack for them. Yeah. Uh, but I'm happy with Daniel. I'm over it. Um, Me too. <laughs> I don't need him. Uh, so well, let's Berger, see. Are yeah. you on? Are is he on the roster or not? I uh, I think they're gonna go. I like you said, Tyrod Taylor. I think. Um, our Alex Smith, like I predicted in our last pod. Um, Disciple, what about you? Yeah, probably not. No. So I'm alone on this island. I think we're we're riding the 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 Colt again, baby. Yeehaw! Um, bring them back. Colt 45 and two six eggs, baby. That's all you need. Right. <laughs> um, bring him back. The um, every time, every time there's like key jokes we make about his name that will just be continued to be recycled. So if for that reason alone, I think he should be on the team again. But look, I agree. We do need some push for uh, DJ. So I, I could definitely see him not being there. But I don't think we can spend money on the backup quarterback. No. He can play the position. He's not a lame duck. Um, and He kind of is a lame duck. This year's all about <laughs> Daniel Jones anyways, yet again. So if he goes down and we're playing a backup significant snaps, like the whole year's fourth anyways. So whatever. Um, all right, running backs. Wayne, Train, Gallman. We've talked about him a lot. Um, I, I think, you know, a reason that you keep him is – I mean, we didn't really talk about this last week, but the tepid response from Gettleman with respect to picking up Saquon Barkley's fifth-year option, frankly, people are losing their minds about it. I think it's, uh, of course, you shouldn't just commit to that. The dude came off. So anyways, not to go down a rabbit hole. Point being is reason you keep him is if you're really genuinely concerned about Saquon and you think Wayne could be that guy, uh, lock him in for a couple of years on a medium deal. Um, reason he um, wouldn't be on the team again, as we discussed, uh, price himself out. We can't be spending money on backup running backs when we supposedly have an all-world running back uh, who is making, you know, what eight, nine million dollars well, still. Oh, dude, I think he makes like over ten million. No, is it? Yeah, double yeah, Barkley's It's because it's like because he was drafted second overall. Second overall. Yeah, uh, we're gonna need a we're gonna need a. Uh, a statue. Keep talking. I'll, I'll yeah, but right no. Now. At the same time, though, like if you resign, I feel like the salary is not even going up that much. No, no. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, eh, eh, 
whether it's eight or 10, that's still probably in the top 10 or top five of running backs. Oh, no, it is. It absolutely you know? is. So can he carries we... a cap hit of 10 million. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, we, we cannot then go pay Gallman unless he's taken real cheap. And tip my hand, I do not think Gallman will be on the roster. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure we all agree in that, right? 100%. Yeah, whatever, man. Get rid of him. I told him he should have been on the team all year. You're a bad person. Um, <laughs> how dare you say that about Wayne Batman? Um, Fucking Wayne Train. <laughs> so, so many looks for Wayne Train. There's so many ways you can go with the name. How do um, we never give a Batman drop for him? We did. We did. One of our did first we episodes. One? We did a whole trailer. It was the dark, the Wayne. Oh, that's right. Uh, right. Yeah, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Goldman. Goldman. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't think we should even spend any breath on Dion Lewis. Hey, you're Third gone, breath. and the reason to keep him, there isn't one. So uh, next, yes, anyone? Yeah, I agree. Emma? Keep going. There's no reason. Okay. Now, Mr. Alfred Morris, a nice surprise off the uh, the scrap heap here. Dude, I didn't realize he is. 222 pounds. He is a big boy, man, for being 5'10". Um, you know, he played really good for the nine games that he was signed for, you know. 238 yards on 55 carries, a touchdown. He had a receiving score, too. Um, he was a good change of pace back. You know, when he came in, he looked like he had a fire lit up his ass. Like, you know, he looked good. But I can see why we don't keep him, because he's old as shit. We get somebody younger. Yeah, honestly, I feel like running back is going to be – or backup running back, excuse me, is going to be a one of their six-round draft picks. I was going to say, what are the, I bet you one of those picks is going to be a draft. Yeah, look like at that, the kid from Louisiana, maybe. North Carolina guy. Um, nah, they're going in the third round, both of them. Dude, I heard he might go in the second round now. They're both like, good, Carter mm -hmm. and Williams. Yeah. They're both fucking good. But let me tell you, that Jarrett Patterson out of Buffalo – in the sixth round would be nice. That I can't can, wait to. That to man's a fucking tank. Loose on drafts. Yeah, yeah I'm getting real familiar with the top 250. Real familiar. <laughs> Just by name, really. I'm not really like diving in yet, but I, I know for the most part, I know most of the prospects this year. It's a gum. It's a gum, baby. Hey, let me tell you. Can, one guy I was right about last year. Kind of divergence here, digression from disciple. One guy I really wanted the Giants to take in the seventh round, whether it was the pick for Chris Williams or Williamson or uh, uh, Mr. Irrelevant, one guy I really liked, had a great year, fucking James Robinson was one of my – I wanted him uh, as a backup running back to get ready for yeah. Wayne Gallman's departure. Yeah, he did do pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what do you have, fucking yep. 1,500 yards rushing? I don't know, but it's... He, he definitely had a really good season for the Jags. And that was one guy I really liked in the fucking seventh round. And sure enough, he goes undrafted and has a fantastic year. Get him and hire me, please. I was saying, get this report guy. out. Let's go. Let's get the content out there. Let's make some noise. I mean, you know him personally. He's been on the pod many times, so... Uh... <laughs> Anywho. All right. So, uh, Alfred Morris, I, I'm, this is another who cares for me. Hey, appreciate what you did. If he's on the team is cheap depth. Great. If he's not, it'll be someone else, uh, either just like him as old or, or, or the opposite end of the spectrum. Like you said, late draft pick undrafted guy, whatever. Um, and, and speaking of two more, whatever's defensive backs, last thing here, Nate Ebner. All right. Look, a reason they keep him 
because there is this weird obsessive cultish idea within NFL coaching circles that you need to have our guys and you know we need to have someone to get people to buy in and like don't get me wrong you need change initiate uh, initiators you need it's about the culture <laughs> it's about the culture um thank you David um the so if they want to continue to perpetuate that I, I guess I get it to that degree uh, a reason he wouldn't be on the team is because he's old and he's terrible and all he does is uh, play special teams you know albeit fairly well um but also gives them he's a body that should never be on the field that they sometimes still do <laughs> in bouts of insanity so i think removing him will remove the coaches uh, you know from being able to put him in and spoiler alert no i do not believe nate ebner will be on the roster this year Ooh, that's a bold, yeah. bold prediction there. I agree. He lined up at like defensive line one time this year. Like, what the fuck? Like, they're, they're, <laughs> yeah, like, they're getting, they get, they get a little too cute sometimes. Yeah, like, you are not. Graham, Graham I love you. Jesus. Like, wait, showing wait, different looks. Wait, great, Scott, I've figured it out. I can solve our pass rushing woes if we put 35-year-old special teamer at defensive end. Like, stop it. 180-pound soaking white at the end. I said good day, sir. You lose. You get uh, nothing. So, uh, do you guys want to keep Nate, though? I, I'm willing to, to, to be... To nah, I, I bet you he probably won't be on the roster, either. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't think so. All right, lastly and debatedly leastly, uh, Mr. Adrian Colbert. Uh, hmm. I think the One... coaching staff likes him. Yeah, well, one reason to sign him, I would say, would be just for depth. The reason to dump him mm-hmm. was he didn't really – that one – he he played badly, like, against the Cowboys the first time. Like, if I have to hear his name, like, I was getting pissed. Mm-hmm. So he was he fucking up. penalties, if I recall. Yeah, they were ugly. Mm-hmm. Ugly. So, I think that might be a reason why. And they're going to look to get, you know, other defensive backs. And it's probably – probably one of the besides offensive line right now i mean who knows how that looks but the secondary for the next two years looks pretty fucking good to me got a oh, lot yeah. on that cb2 though baby yeah, yeah we're still do. searching we need robin if you're out there we're looking so for hopefully you. like uh the yidam isaac yidam becomes uh like the agent colbert uh this year so we're not as deep you know no we get deeper you know what i mean yeah I, I mean, I think Adrian Colbert is going to be on the roster all the way up until final cuts. I don't think he'll be day one, 53-man roster. Yeah. He's going to hang around and, you know, uh, provide some depth, compete with Beal and guys like that. I mean, you know. Yeah, I forgot Beal was even on the fucking team. Well, right. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he'll – yeah, honestly, let's see what he's got. This is his very last chance. I'm going to hold that. You could say how he's had this many chances. It's like, who in their career could say that? Yeah, really. Not even Josh Gordon got these kind of chances. I'm saying. (laughs) No, I'm just fucking. I went on a whole long tirade defending him. I'm not going to change my thing now. No, no, no. no. Yeah, I just forgot he existed until he said his name. Which which is fair because he hasn't existed for two years. Uh, So... um, All right. Well, that's a rundown. Uh, It doesn't look like... I mean, no big disagreements i suppose continues to and i don't know what it says about the giants but 
the fact that we don't really care if most of these guys stay or go um, is probably an indictment. But uh, we'll see. The next couple of days are going to be weird. So with that in mind, uh, I think legal tampering officially starts tomorrow or with definitely within it starts two days before the day after tomorrow, which would uh, be tomorrow. The 15th. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it's the day after tomorrow all over again. Oh my God, global warming. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. The... the day after tomorrow. <laughs> so let's get our free agent, free agency specific. We're not going to go, it's going to be huge, but it's just free agents, predictions, who we got, two guys that the Giants are tossing the bag to, and maybe there's more, maybe there's less. I don't know, but two guys that you feel pretty confidently about. We might start. We're trying to, are we trying to find our next Blake Martinez and James Bradbury? Yes. That That's exactly what we need. Uh, yes. What we need, yes. what we need is high upside guys that aren't breaking the bank, but like guys who still have a lot of room to grow, but now mm-hmm. they, they've already played out their first contract. They're looking for their second one. So I'm going to go out on a limb here. Oh, and I'm sorry, just to mind you, I do believe both of you are all on the Kenny Galladay train. I love Galladay. I would be. So I, just keep yes. just keep that in mind. Yes, but I, I'm being a realist instead okay. of yeah, a fucking yeah. We were just being predicting last week. You know, we're uh, a dreamer instead of being a dreamer. Mm. I have to be a realist. lucid dreamer. Yes, yes. And when I'm being a realist, I'm saying a name, a wide receiver that's not dropping panties, but had a huge jump in production from 2019 to 2020 only 27 years old, hasn't had the best of quarterback play. I'm talking about Denver Broncos wide receiver, former Denver Broncos wide receiver, Tim Patrick. He's 27 years old. How tall is he? He looks big on TV. That's a good question. <laughs> you keep talking. I'll look. I'll look. Oh. Okay, so Mr. Patrick. Is he on a Penn State, he's 6'4", too? 212. Okay, yes. Oh. I, okay. Like, I'm, he jumps out from the TV screen, from the TV. So his catch from percentage, the- his catch percentage <laughs> in 2019 was 51%. Balloons up to 64.6% last year. Yards per target jumps up by two and a half yards with Drew Locke at quarterback. I'm liking, I think he's a high upside guy. I think he's the offensive James Bradbury this year if they do, or whoever signs him. I think that in the right place, you're going to see uh, um, another major jump in production. Even if you get, dude, he had 740 yards and six touchdowns. Like, that I was, was like, a Wasn't he stretching the field well for them last he year? He was doing pretty fucking good. But guess what? Jerry Judy is going to be the next big thing. Tim Patterson already 27. And they have Ken Hamler, too, don't they? Or whatever that guy's name is. KJ Hamler, yeah. yeah. KJ, yeah. So, yeah, right. so, yeah, I think, uh, and his only, you know how much he's making this year? He Not made 750, 750 grand. Well, I just hope he's not the next Cody Latimer, but I, I, I have to say he is excited. That does excite me. What you? I would love. I would welcome Tim Patrick, and I feel like he's an underrated free agent just because of like the high saturation of this year's free agency. Uh, and the draft is with you guys. Want to do your of offensive ones, or should I just do my defensive one too? Um, just keep it rolling. Yeah. All right. So for my defensive free agent wish list, I'm gonna go with. It's a risk. It'd be a risky signing for sure, but I do believe that the juice is worth the squeeze sometimes. All right. So my Love pick for defensive. Is it lo- 
My uh, pick for defensive free agent would be Bud Dupree, honestly. I think he's a great scheme fit outside linebacker, edge rusher. I think I think he'd look good in Giants blue, and I'm willing to spend not, not a crazy amount of money, but I, I do think that Bud Dupree at 80% coming off the ACL is way better than anything the Giants had in 2020. So... It's definitely getting some traction, that's for sure. Uh, I did see a story about it, so we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Berger, are you on board with this? Oh, oh I, man. If we can get Bud Dupree and then Lorenzo Carter gets but he us did, anything. He did tear his ACL 11 games to the season last year. This is true. He, I bet you he might not even come back for like half the season. That was going to be my next question. So we're talking about potentially eating up what? $10 million of our cap on a one-year prove-it deal for a guy coming off major reconstructive knee surgery that could possibly only play at best 70% of the season. Is that what I'm hearing? I would do a three-year deal at least to hold it down in case he isn't ready for next year and you still have him under contract. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You think he's really going to take a huge step back? You don't know. This is his payday, and he just yeah. totally got fucked up at ACL. Yeah, like, he did. I, I see the one-year prove-it deals, def- or not prove-it, just say he's healthy. It makes sense for him. Uh, also, I don't know if the Giants will have the cap to sign him to that kind of maybe, what, 10 to $12 million range. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense for him. I just don't think it makes <clears throat> sense for the Giants personally. Well, it does know. because edge rush is a fucking gigantic hole. That's true. That's true. That we don't know if he comes all the way back or close to all the way back and you get him for you know 10 games to your point that is a massive upgrade from whatever the giants tried it out because he's a guy like from he's Jamal a guy Shears. that the quarterback wants to know who the fuck is there and where he is and what he's doing and on the every running back play. he's a stellar run defender no nah, i it all. love him i love him and I think right. it'd be perfect fit for Patrick Graham's defense. Well, you had me sold on Tim Patrick. I personally wouldn't touch Bud Dupree with a 10-foot pole, which, uh, you know, is unfortunate because, you know, obviously it's not has nothing to do with his talent. But, um, all right, Berger, who you got? Who's on the little wish list? Is it, is it a huge? Is it a huge? No, it's, it's not huge. We're going to be uh, – we're going to go with Curtis Samuel. <laughs> um, I, uh, I like the water receiver out of Carroll. He had a big step up this year, you know. Um in the receiving game, he had career highs, 77 catches, 850 yards. Uh, he added three scores receiving. And then um, he also does it on the ground team running. He had 200 rushing yards. He had 40 rushing attempts, which is kind of crazy. And he had two scores. So he's a little Swiss Army knife, which I think, um, like we said, we need to add more playmakers to our offense. And I think he'd be a nice fit. Um, moving him on the inside or um, – even in the backfield, like, you know, it gives, gives them different looks. That's what the Giants need to start doing. Um, do you guys think that might be a good fit or? Yeah. I, I, different looks, I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, if it's a a not expensive deal and it's part of our solution to the playmaker issue, I have no problems with it. But he's a 5'11 guy. He's like another, another of a similar pieces that we've had. So, yeah, I got, I got no problems with coming on board, but we he can't be the – that needs to be on top of a first-round wide receiver then or a second wide I, – I don't know. Yeah, yeah, oh, I agree. I think they still need to add the big body, but I think he's a realistic situation or a player that they could sign at, like maybe four years, 24 million, 25, like 20 million range. 
And the Gettleman connection can't be understated either. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, he drafted him. Um, but on defense, I'm going to throw Carl Lawson out there on the edge uh, mm. out of the Bengals. Um, I don't think he's going to get as much money as like a Bud Dupree, but he's going to get a good contract. He's a solid player. Um, very underrated. I think he's only 26. Um, he had, I believe, ooh, how many sacks? He had five and a half sacks, which isn't overwhelming, but he's good against the run. Um, I think he'd be a good uh, scheme fit for the Giants. He's pressures, too. I remember uh, reading a he couple of He has 32 quarterback hits. That's pretty good, too. And how about he's uh, Darius Slayton's former teammate at Auburn? Yep. He's already lobbying for him to come. Synergy. Uh, Yep. I think they were trying to trade for him at the deadline too. They wanted, or like we're looking into it. So there's some connection That's there. Maybe Getty pulls the trigger. Getty. So honestly, I'm all on board for that. I, Disciple, yeah. that that guy fits the criteria. I feel like you set. He's you know 26, 27. I think has been good, but not great. Could be great in the right. Well, he'd probably be better if he was on the no. Bengals. They suck ass. I mean, I would throw yeah. a three to five year deal at him that was you know, mm-hmm. not going to be a hit the top of the market. I think we could get him for that Blake Martinez, Bradbury situation. Yeah, we found ourselves a stud. I, I'm actually all for that personally. I like that comparison you made there, like hitting home runs of Blake and like James Bradbury. Like they're good players that broke out. Like, I think that's it's a similar mold right there. Untap that potential. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, tap it. All right, so for me, I'm, I'm going in a little different direction because I it's that next tier down, and not from talent perspective, but from age. So I, these are guys that can step in, I think are automatically going to improve the Giants' uh, roster, uh, the talent, but I think are going to be on short-term deals, maybe a little you know more expensive than we want, but I'm going with Corey Lindsley. That's the center from the Packers. Might be the best mm. center on the market. And yeah, we are talking like $10, $12 million. But this He's definitely going to get paid. <laughs> so you upgrade the set. I think that Gates played very well. He figured Cook it Gates out. Gates a guard. Or swing tackle right there. Exactly. I mean, who's to say what Matt Parrott is going to be or even Solder? So now you have a guy in Nick Gates who can compete for the starting right guard and the starting right tackle and push whomever else is in that competition. Hernandez, maybe somebody else we bring in, Solder and Parrott. You lock in your center with, I mean, this dude had an 89.9 overall pro football focus grade, number one rated center. He's an all pro. He only let up one sack. He's a stud. So I think you can work the cap that it's lower this year and spread that over the next, I mean, he can't possibly be looking for more than a three-year deal. And offensive linemen, interior guys especially, I mean, Alex Mack has still been one of the best centers in the league, and I think he's 34, 35 years old. Also a free agent, but that's, you know, another matter. I mean, dude, some of these linemen can go for years. Look at fucking Andrew Whitworth, bro. Right. I thought mean, he was finished when he was in free agency when the Giants were talking about signing him that one uh, the year before. Years, so Reese was still the was still captaining that ship. So, uh, yeah. yeah no. and, that, and the I mean, a tackle needs to be significantly more, you know, um, uh athletic so yeah I, I want Corey Lindsley personally um I don't know how you guys feel but you know where I'm at about my well, offensive line I know I, I agree and I like I would like that move because then you can put Gates at right guard that's where he's that's where he said he's most comfortable playing guard which is crazy because he went from being one of the worst centers in the league to being a top 10 run block uh win rate <laughs> 
You know the worst part is, is I just looked up an article on Corey Lindsley and it's like it just makes so much sense for the Jets to sign him. Well, they have a <laughs> bunch of cash base, dude. Yeah, so. they do, and they have a lot of needs everywhere. So, yeah. a twenty-nine-year-old Pro Bowler doesn't really hurt. Hell no, all pro baby, uh, all pro. The so I know you guys went offense defense, but I think it's going to be a defense-heavy draft. I'm doing a little double dip, and Wait. when. Dip. I did it. I did. I ate the chip. I, t- I dipped again. And I, and I... It's like putting your whole mouth in the bowl. <laughs> you might as well just spit in the bowl. <laughs> the Marvin Jones. So keeping in line with my, uh... my geriatric choices here, he's 31, but the dude just plays. He always puts up numbers, and yet, like, he's had Stafford, but the lines have been terrible, and their offenses haven't been great. He still puts up numbers. He's six foot two. He's 198 pounds, so a little bit of a different mold can play that outside X receiver. And I mean, in a bad year, he still had almost a thousand yards, 978 yards, and nine TDs. I think the Giants' entire offense had what or passing offense had 12 or 13 TDs. And this dude had nine last year for the Woeful Lions. So uh, I think you could get him on a two, three year deal with an out after, you know, two. Not he did have much. that one crazy game where he th- caught like four touchdowns, right? I do believe so. He and he was on my fucking bench. I was sick. He's the most frustrating sick. fantasy player to start ever. He's a oh, yeah. fantasy He's literally 100%. like a one in five start. It's like, when do I play him? Is it this game? And yeah, he goes off for three touchdowns, like casual. But yeah, I, th- I think those are guys that can come in, make this team better for one or two years that we don't have to worry about re-signing and um, automatically upgrade this team. And I'm going, to, you know, we need things. We need to know what Daniel Jones is. That's, again, the only thing that matters this year. And if it means getting him weapons and getting him protected so we can figure out what the hell is going on with the position, I'm all for it. So you guys got anything else? No, no, I actually man. liked your takes. Those are intriguing options. Very intriguing. Oh, thanks, guys. You're so sweet. Oh, thanks, Bob. Everyone just loves when we agree. It makes for fantastic content. Can't wait to hear Roadhouse. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> listen, we had some disagreements. No, I absolutely don't think we're going to get Cor- uh, Corey Lindsay. Like, there's no shot, but, you know, it was a good try, you stupid bitch. But I oh. want it. I want cake now. Sorry, you said Roadhouse needs some spice and flair, and I gave it to him. <laughs> well, if there was anything that's on brand for us, though, we say it's going to be a tight episode. We're going to keep it short, get you guys out of here, and we continue to ramble on. If anything, it just means that football is already getting exciting, and we are back again. I mean, hell, in the last 72 hours. We are back. We are back. There's so much more to talk about. We get so many things happening in the next three days as all this news starts to break. So we'll be back at it on Wednesday. Unless you guys got anything else, Shaman, take us out. Let's go. In and out. 20 minutes adventure. Clearly, y'all are excited. This was supposed to be a 15, 20-minute baby cast, but turned into a full-blown episode. Love it. Love the content. Keep it coming, boys. And for all you Giants fans listening, follow us on all social media platforms at Big Blue All Year. And don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll have another episode for you this week, and we'll see you real soon.